Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Good Catholic Women After Dark podcast. I am Lizzie. I am the editor slash kitten wrangler for the uh, podcast. I reside in Houston, Texas with my husband and two little boys. Um, And tonight I am currently drinking an extra dirty uh, gin martini. I am joined by not one, not two, but three of my very best friends, and I will let the three extroverts uh, duke it out about who's who is introducing themselves first. Well, I'll start. I'll start. Uh, I'm Valerie, and I live in the great state of Alabama with my husband and our three daughters. I am currently drinking a an Angry Orchard hard cider, rosé variety um i don't i don't wrangle kittens or anything <laughs> all right i am tara i live in wisconsin um i spent my afternoon uh, somehow telling fart jokes with a bunch of fifth graders are <laughs> you would have loved it i was gonna say that's that's a uh, that's a tuesday for me that's an everyday <laughs> And I am drinking chamomile, chamomile tea because I have a cold and I'm dying. <laughs> Poor you. I know, it's bad. Okay, I'm Pilar. I live in Southern California with my smoking hot husband and three daughters. And I am drinking a, what is it, a vodka gimlet. Ooh. Costco vodka. Only the best. I love Costco <laughs> vodka. Which it one? Has, There's I two like kinds. It's good. Okay, yeah. I get the French one. It's supposed to be like Grey Goose. Ooh. Uh, Clearly, I need to go borrow my mom's Costco account and see if I can buy Costco liquors in Texas. So you... Oh, is Texas strict with it? I don't remember or if the this Costco t- has a separate liquor store or not because some oh of them do gosh. and some of them don't. It depends on the location. Okay. So so depressing. <laughs> you guys can't just get alcohol in a grocery store. It's blue well, we- law. It's blue laws. Pilar. I don't know it- what that means, but that's sad. So oh, I uh, have blue laws. You have red laws. <laughs> no. So the blue laws is a carryover from um, prohibition era and um, when we do a cocktail, the cocktail episode um, later on this season, I'm sure our guest will know a little bit more about that. If not, I'll do some background research. But basically, it's a holdover from when um, prohibition was going on, and there then the individual states and even individual counties. So, like in Texas, there are some counties where you still can't buy alcohol yep. at all. Wow. Yeah. Five counties. But yep. you can buy, I don't understand. So what do so, they do? So in Texas, um, Valerie can talk about uh, Alabama or her part of Alabama a bit. So in Harris County, Texas, where Houston is located, um, that's the main county that Houston is in, We have you can buy beer and wine and some mixers. It depends on the store how many mixers they have. But you can buy those in a grocery store. You can buy those seven days a week. You can oh. only buy oh. um, liquor at liquor stores monday through saturday oh my gosh and when i was living in indiana this got changed as we were leaving you could buy anything anywhere but you could not buy cold beer cold wine and you could not do sunday sales they have since changed the sunday sales wait they made you buy like piss warm beer 
Yeah, you can buy cold. Okay, liquor stores in Indiana, you could buy cold beer. Oh my! Because they don't want you to go off and drink it right away. They want you to think about it. You buy they don't... that beer, and if you still want it four hours from now, you can have it. Okay, and because we lived in a, and because we lived in a college town, um, there were points during the semester, like the beginning of the semester, or like during homecoming week, or various other events at Indiana University, where we had to have three forms of ID. You had to have one picture form of ID, and then you had to have two other things with your name on it. Oh my goodness! I know it was like to what? Buy- yeah, that's insane. Yep, and it's that's crazy. And Indiana also adopted um, the Real ID program, where it's like the holographic microchipped um, driver's license. If you were from out of state, and we had friends who were um, who didn't have Indiana licenses, um, they realized they needed to switch because if you didn't have a Real ID driver's license, you had to have two forms of photo ID to buy booze. This is depressing me. You know what? All you need is <laughs> two forms of photo ID. I'm living in a. Oh. got a passport and a driver's license. That's that's usually what people use because I mean it was a bit lots of international students and everything. You know, you could buy marijuana in California, but you have to have uh, ID. That's all you need. And then they also scan your retinas. They do a retina laser scanner. Why? Why do you scan your and retina? then and then some guy has to feel your butt when you walk in to make sure. <laughs> Are you speaking so from this, experience, Peeler? One ID, a retina scanner, a butt feel, and a cavity check when you leave. That's all you need when you buy marijuana in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I find that sounds like a great Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. So one form of ID, a retina scan, a butt feel, a cavity check, and you're good. I'm, like, so lucky we live here. <laughs> Anything you want, just go through all that stuff. Well, you, I, don't, I don't smoke marijuana. I just, I don't. But, but and, it, and it's not, it's on all the, I'm, I'm just kidding. You really don't need to have your retina scan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I've been blue laws too and ours are like ours vary kind of all over the map and every county has their own like separate thing i live in shelby county alabama which is in the birmingham metro area and up until about three or four years ago we you could not buy alcohol on sunday period no beer no beer no wine no Hard liquor, nothing. Who's barking? Sorry, James just got home from Knights of Columbus, and the dog hears him coming. That's James. No, I think that's Tilly. Tilly was barking. James wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, you could not buy anything, and like if restaurants in the county wanted to serve alcohol on a Sunday, they had to have a special license that they wouldn't require for the rest of the week um and then they changed the law and now you can buy it on sunday but you can't buy it until noon and like like the during sunday morning you can't buy it oh that's that's true in uh the houston area you can't go to a grocery store and buy a case of beer (laughs) until noon as well although i will say coming back here the nicest thing was being able to walk into either specs or total wine with the kids in a grocery cart in, in a cart 
and not be kicked out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that you can do that. I think you actually, in, in Alabama, I think if you go to the package store, like you can, you know, if you go to a grocery store, you can buy beer or wine at a grocery store and, and mixers, just like in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't buy, you can't buy hard liquor. So you can buy your mixers at the grocery store and then you can go to the package store or to an ABC store. That's the state store um, to get your hard liquor and but I know I think it's been a little bit since I've been to the state store um I think they have a sign that says no one under 21 out inside yeah the Texas Texas state law is actually that um so you guys will laugh at this um Texas state law is that um you can bring your child into the liquor store with you if you are their legal guardian Okay, and well, I mean, and my kids, and my kids bring, charm the me. sample ladies on the weekends and end up getting candy anytime we go. So oh, that's what I was gonna tell you. You know what they do at our grocery store? Some grocery stores have liquor sampling, so you could go in and and take a little shot of a, a little shot, not a real shot, but like a sample size, a little sample size shot of whatever liquor they had that day. Yeah, Wisconsin yeah. does that too. Yeah, it's nice, right? But you have to do a retina scan and a cavity test. <laughs> of course. But it's worth it because you get to do buzzed grocery shopping. See, that would be nice. We, we don't have That's my third favorite a grocery shop. <laughs> when you actually walk into a store, right, Pilar? Yes. Oh, gosh. You know what? That's why. That's like the one reason I'd ever want to go to a store. Yeah, no, I haven't walked into a store. I started walking into Winco, but yeah, I do drive, drive through, drive up groceries you guys have that right yes but you can't get liquor in this i can get beer and wine and mixers and that's it although apparently there is there are some locations for specs and total wine where you can do drive up yeah i know i think our guest who will be maybe joining us for the uh drink mixer podcast episode i know she does drive through yep so, you know there are places in Louisiana. They have a. They have. A, they're called like drive-through liquor stores. Uh, they also have drive-through daiquiri and frozen margarita stands. And Texas has since started to allow them. Okay, so that's, that's so just because we don't have anything like that in California. And okay, we but have, we have retina scanning marijuana stations. <laughs> like I can't even believe that you guys can just go get a, a drive-through daiquiri. That's weird. So, but the thing is that, okay, you guys have gotten bubble tea, right? Where it's this heat, heat sealed cap. Boba tea. Boba tea. Well, With the little chunkies in it? Yes. Oh, I love, tea. love those chunkies so much. Okay, so that's. <laughs> you don't, that, so that's not, it's so weird because you don't know what's a California thing. So that's an everywhere thing, boba tea. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, we have boba tea in Alabama too. Okay. Do you guys have nice. California burritos? What's that? Oh, so that's weird. So you don't have California burritos? I, Do you have car? It's a carne asada burrito with French fries in it. Inside. What? Oh, inside it? Huh? Ser- that sounds seriously yummy, actually. But you have you have carne asada burritos. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I live in an I live in an area that's heavily populated by Mexican. Okay, good. Uh, that was going to be my next question. I was going to say, I will are I. Peeler, I also live in Texas. We have our own type of Mexican food. I know. I, I don't. I would love to try Tex-Mex. I don't think we have that here because you need ta- Taco Bell is not Tex-Mex, is it? No, okay. no. So, so the thing is, no, 
<laughs> the thing is, I grew up in Nevada, so I'm I know about like the uh, California Mexican food, and then we moved to Texas, and it's it is a completely different animal. <laughs> I've heard that, but I'd lo- I've heard it's really good though. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, we have a we have some Tex-Mex places here in in the Birmingham area that are really good. Is it, and it's like when white ladies make. Does your mom? Do you guys have like when white ladies make Mexican food? Like someone in high school was telling me, he's like, my mom makes enchilada casserole, and it doesn't taste like enchiladas, but it's still good. It's just like the white lady version. It's good. Yeah, it doesn't taste like Mexican food. That's yeah. It's- she always just like layers a bunch of different things that could be considered Mexican food. Yeah into like a casserole thing and it's not like mexican food but it's not like bad either no it's okay. good it's just a, they should just call it something else like a turkey burger it shouldn't be called turkey burger it's good it's just Try a turkey it. patty it should just be it's called tr- yeah like turkey dogs just call them yeah turkey or, wor- or the worst offender of all turkey bacon yes turkey bacon is disgusting i actually have some in the fridge right now it's for tomorrow's <laughs> dinner Oh, Weight Watchers. <laughs> yes, I know. That's exactly what it is. I figure, oh, it's a little less points. Well, and Tara and I are in a Biggest Loser competition right now, so. <laughs> you are. totally are. Yeah. You, you know how you win Biggest oh. Loser? You gain weight before the competition starts. Did you guys do that? Did anybody, did you strategize? I mean, no. people are joking, but I don't think anyone did. Um, I was super constipated, so I did have that in my corner. Nice. I know. I should have, pro- because we had our first, um, like our second weigh in, so the first where you do math this week. And I realized I probably should have been lighter than I was for my weight loss, but I also, I mean, I posted in our group my gigantic plate of Panda Express I ate after the field after field work the first night I was out last week. So Panda Express is so good. It is, and it's not Chinese, but it's so I good. Know. Yeah, that's like that. It's not Chinese, but it's so good. Why is it so good? Well, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like also. I mean, Tara and um, Valerie, you probably grew up with this. Getting like the old El Paso taco kits, and that being taco yeah. night. Oh yeah, yeah. It's totally, it's totally white people's tacos. It doesn't taste like a real authentic taco, but it's not bad. It's satisfying. And there's nothing, there's nothing like a real Mexican style taco that's just, oh. So, but I, Jenny got I hear when people move out of Southern California, one of the things they miss is the Mexican food. But it sounds like you guys have Mexican food too. It's just a different style. Well, yeah. Valerie, well, Valerie, your sounds like it's authentic. Yeah. I mean, we have, like I said, we have a very large Hispanic population, and the, most of them are immigrants from Mexico and Mexican restaurants all over the place you can like swing a dead cat and you know but the one near us that we really like to go to it's our favorite um has um they do pasole and nominal so good and they also do just a sopa de pollo which is like I just want to every time I'm sick that's what I want like you know it's like just makes you feel good but no they they have the most wonderful like fajitas and tacos and i mean everything is so good there and i'm making popcorn Ooh. so if you hear popping it's because james got home from his nights of columbus <laughs> meeting and the pop, there's popcorn in the microwave was i heard it was that him laughing i heard him in the background <laughs> no no he mr pilar 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pilar. Eventually, Mr. Pilar, Mr. Tara, and Mr. Valerie will all be on an episode. There's a preview for you, dear listeners. Oh my God! Adam's Adam's so my embarrassment threshold is very high, and Adam's and and my mom's is very low. So they both cringe. They just cringe everywhere we go. When the, I go somewhere with my mom or I go somewhere with Adam, they're just constantly. And then they like find solitude in each other. I was like, oh my gosh. Can I tell a story? Yeah, Adam has a story. For can, I tell, can I tell a quick story? Go for it. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So it's about the embarrassment threshold. So um, when we first started having kids, well, I guess when we had our like first two kids, <laughs> we have three. So two out of three. Um, anyways, we. Uh, Pilar was not embarrassed about having kids in like the front row at a very quiet mass. And it that embarrassed me to no end. And she liked that because it would distract the kids. The kids would be looking at her the whole time and be distracted. But not totally, because they would be screaming their heads off the whole time and I would just be sitting there completely embarrassed. <laughs> so that's how high Pilar's threshold is. I just wanted to mention that. I, I put up, one time our kids sat in the front row at Chris. It was just, we just had one, our oldest daughter. And she was three at the time, two. And at Christmas mass, she was like into it, like really getting into it. She was just clapping and whatever, all this stuff. And the priest like said something about it. But there's a little girl up front here that is just having the best time at mass right now. <laughs> And Ada was having fun too. No, it was it was it was Ada. It wasn't me. But yeah, it was, it was good. And poor Adam was embarrassed. <laughs> uh, was today's topic supposed to be uh, alcohol? No, we we just got on that. So um, before we move on to the actual topic, um, I'm going to take a side note to just let our listeners know. I uh, so we are missing. Kind of missing two episodes for this season just because, um, one, I was dealing with Hurricane Imelda. Um, our, fa- our house was safe. Our family was safe. Our house got maybe two inches of rain. It wasn't, like, catastrophic rain um, where we were, are, but we had friends who were, of course, impacted. Um, and then last week I went into a field. I went to go do field work, so wetland delineations, in an area that ha- was inundated with Oh, gosh, how much did they get? 45 inches of water? Holy cow. So um, I had intended to try to get something up Thursday evening last week and do a quick and dirty last-minute recording. And like I mentioned earlier, I went out, I got my Panda Express, I ate it, and then next thing I knew, my alarm was going off at 6.30 the next morning. So with that said, our um, silly topic tonight, um, although the alcohol was fun, um, is Halloween candy. We actually have a um, more Catholicly episode planned to come out on Halloween. So I thought since Halloween candy has been in, I don't know, did you, when did you guys start seeing Halloween stuff in your stores? I feel like I saw it like right after the 4th of July here. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I definitely saw it when I was at Costco getting like snacks and lunch stuff for back to school. And there was Halloween candy. I'm like, mm, nah, friends. <laughs> yeah, I think I started seeing it in early August, which is around the time when our girls went back to school. So it was, you know, 
90 odd degrees outside and I, I went yeah no I don't think so who has the kind <laughs> of self restraint to buy their Halloween candy in August and have it last till Halloween not it no <laughs> people, people who don't like candy <laughs> is my guess so heathens yes they- so you guys have seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with um, Johnny Depp right Mm-hmm. Yes. So Christopher Lee's character, his evil dentist dad. Oh yeah. But he wouldn't give out candy. He would probably give out floss picks. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I mean, I do like floss picks for after I eat my candy. So, what are some of your favorites um, around this time of year? What types of things do you take in the uh, the mommy trick-or-treating tax? Oh, Reese's. I thought everybody did that. I thought we oh, were yeah. supposed to eat the Reese's. Oh, yeah. Um, Reese's, Snickers, and Almond Joy yeah. are my three. I basically eat every chocolate candy because kids like everything. Like, they could eat Smarties and be fine. So I just right. eat everything else. Like, oh, my gosh, eat- I love the little bags of peanut M&M's. Oh yes, yeah, those are good. Yeah, I'm probably the oddball who likes to steal the Smarties. Mm. Oh, I I don't mind Smarties, but like, but I definitely there definitely is a Reese's tax in my house. Oh yeah, and then because my guys are still so little, um, we sort their candy and immediately pull out like the individual, like a Jolly Rancher type thing or like bubble gum because I've got a four year old and a two year old. They don't. They don't really need yeah. those. Well, yeah. I mean, they could choke on those. Yeah, and gum, gum is messy even when your kids are older. Okay, here's my old lady thing. The first thing that I do is I dig through the Halloween stuff for anything that could go in school lunches. Like the non-fun parents who hand out little bags of pretzels and shit. I dig all <laughs> yeah. that stuff out and I put it like I have little drop down drawers for the kids to make their lunches and I squirrel it all away in there and I'm like oh I don't have to go grocery shopping for this stuff oh my gosh that is I'm gonna do that this year because that is an awesome idea I've never had the kids get anything but candy they get pretzels yeah like pretzels and fruit snacks and juice boxes I've gotten those individual I've gotten those like individual single serve popcorn bags before yeah um Someone gave the kid. What did they get that was kind of cool last year? Oh, uh, they gave them. Um, so I know several fast food chains did it, but they they had like it was like a certificate from Chick Fil A to get a, an ice cream cone. But I know like Wendy's, you can get you can buy like the frosty um, vouchers too. Oh, that's nice. That's really cool. I like that. Nice because that's, that's something you can use later on. And it doesn't go bad, and you can, you know, that's. And then when we went to Boo at the Zoo at the Houston Zoo here, um, Texas Roadhouse was giving out goodie bags, and it included a coupon on the bottom of the goodie bag for a free kids meal. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, our there's a house we always go trick or treating in our godson's neighborhood because they they have a lot of houses that. Like our neighborhood, you know, it's kind of hit and miss. And our godson's neighborhood, it's uh, like 
seems like everybody pretty much except for one or two houses participates. But uh, there is one house that they go all out on the decorations and they give pretzels. <laughs> it's, it's like the coolest decorated house in the whole neighborhood and they give pretzels. <laughs> and, but what's funny is their next door neighbors always have the full-size candy bars. And we've often said, like, we think they're competing with each other. It's like, well, we can't compete with the decorations, but we'll give out better candy. That's legit. That's yeah. I, yeah. I just remember the first time we went there, Maggie came back down the driveway and she looked at me and she goes, Mom, they gave me pretzels. And the look on her face was like, can you believe this? F? That's funny. <laughs> so, so controversial uh, question for you guys now. Do you guys like candy corn? Yes. Yes. No. I love it. I nope. I like what I like to do with it is I like to get a bag of it and I'll open it the day before I want to eat it so it gets just a little bit stale and that's like perfect. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I like to mix it with peanuts and eat it that way. I so I wanted some last weekend since John Paul had the kids um at my in-laws house um running after chickens and goats and getting dirty and all of that. Yeah. And in the Walmart pickup, there was a, uh, I wanted candy corn, but the only option was either like a jumbo sized mixed fall mix with the pumpkins and the chocolate candy corn and everything, or mini candy corn with chocolate covered peanuts. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, it was good. Chocolate covered <laughs> peanuts? Peanuts. Oh, 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 oh. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> That's what from the that was typical Tara thinking we said penis again. <laughs> Tara. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I don't like candy corn. What? I, I nope. I have disliked it since childhood. Mm, no, it's so good. Especially those little pumpkins, Valerie. What about the little pumpkins? No, no, those are the worst. Oh. Like, give me. See, I keep thinking that one of these years I'm going to try to make, if I can get my act together, Alton Brown actually has a recipe for homemade candy corn. Oh. Wait. Why'd you oh. go through all that effort if it's gross? Well, see, but the way I watched the episode where he makes that, he did this Halloween episode where he made all these different Halloween treats. And one of them was homemade candy corn. And so I watched him make it. And I was like, you know, that actually might taste good. What's in it? But the, the, it's, well, I mean, I don't even, I can't even remember now. It's been so long since I've seen it. But I, I feel like it has vanilla and some, maybe some butter or something. But it, it, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't look, it looks like the candy corn that you get in the bag. Because he basically, like, once he got the dough for the, the, the candy corn, he... Um, divided it in three and then tinted, you know, one orange, one yellow, and then left one white. Oh, and then he rolls them out and, you know, you kind of roll them out together and you have these three strips and you do them together and then you use a knife and like cut diagonals some way. I forget exactly. I'd have to look at it again. But um, but he's got a recipe for that. And I keep thinking that the, the homemade, homemade is usually always better than store-bought for some stuff. Uh, usually. You know, I know some stuff, maybe not, but. Well, have um, you, have you seen that there's like different flavors of candy corn? So like when you do the autumn mix, you get the normal candy corn, the pumpkins, and then you get 
This is probably, I don't know if they still call it or not because it's probably the un-PC term, but the Indian corn mm-hmm. where it's the chocolate on the end <gasps> instead of that. And then I've seen, um, I saw, oh, what was the other flavor that we saw recently? Um, I think I've seen salted caramel or salted, something yeah, like that. Yeah, there was salted caramel and there's also uh, caramel apple. Okay, no. That's a hard note for me. I mean, I like caramel apples, but that just doesn't sound good to me for a candy. I don't know why. I'm very funny about stuff. I, I don't know. I, I, I've tried the kind that has the chocolate bit, you know, that's like brown and orange and white mm-hmm. and that they used to call Indian corn or whatever. I've tried that, and it's okay, but they really would prefer, if I'm going to waste, if I'm going to ingest the calories, I'd rather, I'd rather go with chocolate. Just regular, straight up, like a Hershey bar or something. I mean, that that is a point. If you like, if you are uh, watching what you're eating and doing calories or Weight Watchers or whatever, you want to make uh, your treat count. <laughs> yeah, to right. be, be really honest, I am not doing anything like that right now, so I can't exactly use the excuse. Except that I'm, I'm trying to make life changes mm-hmm. and. You know, I'm not like aggressively counting calories or actively dieting, but I'm just trying to make little changes that affect my health Um, because I had a little bit of a scare recently where I had some pain in my chest and it was kind of scary. And so I went to the emergency room and thankfully everything was, all the scans and everything were okay, but you know, it was kind of a like you know maybe i need to try to take better care of myself have i done so well with that not as much it's old habit by hard but i'm trying it's too hard not to like digress off into but i i'm not as big of a key i know a lot of people love candy corn though you know it's it's one of those things that i've noticed it is you either really, really like it or you don't like it. There's not like some, there, I don't feel like there's people who are just kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, they probably exist, but, but I, I know what you mean. It seems like most people have a very definite opinion one way or the other. You know what? Candy corn is the Donald Trump of Halloween candy. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> and orange and strong opinions and all that. <laughs> there's no neutral you either really like him or really hate him I'm gonna be real I like candy corn better than I like Donald Trump oh yeah well <laughs> are we all go to bed now uh probably cause it's it's a Thursday night and I know uh I know Tara and I definitely have to be up early tomorrow her for wrangling kids me for not wrangling kids, but I got to work a 10-hour day tomorrow, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Lizzie. Lizzie, that, who gets your kids ready in the morning, though? My husband stays home. Oh, okay, okay. Remember? So, so how it works in my house is I work full-time, but how it works um, with school pickups and daycare pickups, because um, we only do that Mondays and Wednesdays, is that I only work six to seven-hour days, depending on traffic. Um, from our area of town to where my office is and then um, I work an eight-hour day and two 10-hour days oh my gosh that's a lot that is a it's, lot, it's, it's it's a 40-hour work week oh 
Go back to the yeah, ten hours day. It's one of those things that um, once you get used to it and you plow through it, we'll see if the, we still keep the same schedule next um, year. It, it just depends on if we decide that our oldest is going to stay with the school he's in now or if we're going to put him in a Catholic school or if we're going to do public school or if we're going to do straight home school. We just, he's going to be in kindergarten, so we've got to make the, the big decisions this next year. <laughs> Oh, kindergarten. Is kindergarten full day by where you are? Yes, it is. Yes. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. his, his pre-K is technically all day. His, pre, his pre-K his four program is all okay. day. So he gets oh. he gets to school before, his school day starts before 8, and then I don't pick him up until 3.25. Okay. Well, that's oh. nice. I don't, I don't know that there are any pre-K programs. Or, well, I take that back. If you go to the the public school in our district just started a pre-k program a couple of years ago and i think it is a full day wait um, you but have, you guys have transitional kindergarten okay what is that is that a california thing maybe okay it's when you're if your kid was born between september and december instead of starting kindergarten with everybody else they get they get to go to transitional kindergarten a year early for free it's like free preschool but it's five days a week but they have to, huh. yeah, so then, like, everybody's trying to make babies, so they come out between September and December, because you get a whole year before preschool, you get to do transitional kindergarten. Wow, and the crazy that's thing really is, cool. It's cool for them, but they're a year older than everybody else. When they, <coughs> when they start kindergarten, they're a year older, and they've had a year of school, so they're, like, super... Smashing dishes. Mr. Adam. Oh, my gosh, you can hear me? I'm sorry. You guys, he looks so hot when he's washing dishes. <laughs> yeah, he's not wearing a shirt. Oh, oh! I'm just kidding. He he is wearing a shirt. He never wears pants. So like, my mom is terrified to come into our house because she's always afraid Adam won't be wearing pants. So she'll like text me that she's here, and then she'll knock, and then she'll ring the doorbell. Like she'll because my mom has a key. So, like, it doesn't matter how busy I am. I'm like, Mom, just let yourself in. But she won't because she does not want to see Adam without pants. That's a nightmare. Jeez, uh, Tara, that sounds like some of the Facebook ads that you <laughs> keep Oh, my gosh. On. Don't even go there. I can't believe. Oh, It's so naughty. You know what? <laughs> That's how I learned about sex was through looking at romance novel covers on the grocery store when I was a little girl grocery shopping with my mom. That's how I learned about. <gasps> Me too. I was right? imagining there was always like mountains to stand on. Dude, yeah. they were. Gra- that's pretty graphic for like a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I-, I think I learned about sex in in through reading some of those when I was younger because my grandmother used to have them at her house and, and they were just, you know, on the bookshelf and nobody, nobody uh, said that I couldn't, you know, take books off the bookshelf and read them. And so I was like, Oh, well this is kind of pretty cover. And Oh, there's two people on the cover and wonder what this is about. You and so I just, yeah, right. There's two people on the cover. <laughs> and that's not why you got it. What? <laughs> I'm just Mallory. We know. We know. That's okay. Sorry, no judging here. We love you. But that's how I got into those when I was 
fairly young, as I, I remember. Are they good? I've never read one. I would be too embarrassed to read one now. They're cheesy. I mean, I'm not going to lie. They, they are not great fiction. I used to read them occasionally as, as a young adult just because I didn't have a boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you read Twilight, it's about the same level of writing. Let's be honest. <laughs> I've never read Twilight. So really good. Uh, but, you know, you, have to, you know, I have a friend that calls them bodice rippers and bodice ripper novels because, you know, they're always, and everything is very, it's like, it's the most, it's the most, uh, like, movie sex sex. Like, you know how sex is in the movies where it's, like, not realistic to how sex is in real life? The thing that always kills me is the one where they're in, they had to have sex against a wall you know where the woman is like you know basically back against the wall and her feet are up in the air and i'm like how what no what okay here's the thing though is he works out and she doesn't like snacks and then it's (laughs) (laughs) all right everyone thank you for joining us for this extremely silly episode of the good catholic women after dark podcast we hope that you enjoyed it if you would like to leave us a review on itunes we greatly appreciate it you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts so apple um, google play stitcher all of those types of places you can find us online at facebook twitter and instagram at gcw podcast um this is lizzie signing off and we'll talk to you guys later good night night. good night jim bob I just angrily ate one of the olives in my martini.